TikTok star is accused of shooting and killing his wife and her friend. That's when he placed a listening app on their five-year-old daughter's iPad. And a few days later, he definitely didn't like what he heard. holiday season it's a time of love it's a time oh of boy. gift giving it's a time of oh boy. of of just generosity and appreciation for the fellow human what better way to ring in that time period than by telling another wonderful tale of murder deception blood and carnage what do you <laughs> this think this one is tough dude this one is pretty tough it fucked me up to be honest like it was it was hard to believe it was hard to like go through it, and he was hard to believe. It's, it's it's messed up and it's really sad. So he, gotta say, this one was pretty heavy on me researching it. I was impressed with his work and pretty neat character. Like, but who am I to say? You know, all these people online, you barely you scratch the surface of their real life, and is, there's a whole dark side behind this. That's uh yeah you really that's you you hit a really good point there right you don't know who these people are yeah I this mean, this breaks it all dude this breaks it all that all these videos all these people we watch YouTube TikTok whatever we don't know these people we, you don't know these people they're just doing their job online but behind this they everybody has his own problems everybody has his own darkness that uh, apparently takes over in this case yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I know that um with this guy you you it's kind of crazy right because you knew of him prior to the to the news it's a recent story yeah. and you were a fan of his shit and he was he was pretty big on social media it's yeah. kind of wild that uh these weird turn of events have now completely changed your complete outlook on this human being but uh what's uh what's the deal huh what's going on so if you guys don't know yet we're talking about jane kidd the tiktok star or like the social media kind of a star well he's not really huge but he was really good at what he was doing and he got his own like nerdy following of fans and 
his wife too uh, was kind of included in in uh, in his videos every now and then really so, yeah i did not know that so she no, was she in his previous videos yeah yeah there's a few videos that you can see her in like she did technically filmed all of his videos even the ones that went viral like most of the time she was the cameraman and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna start uh, there isn't much information about this but i'm gonna do my best to like sum everything up in in like a good way so we give you a full episode you know so, what is um very quickly sorry one um if you could spell out the name of him what's it, how do you spell jenkid how do you spell his name uh jenkid it's like j-i-n-n kid it's uh that's his like you know work name or like a online name and it means jen you know in in uh, he's arabic in our in arabic yeah. uh, cultures you guys know like jindim is kind of like that whatever it's his made-up name uh, it's crazy his, name bro considering the <laughs> holy shit <laughs> So he was born Ali Abulban on May 18th, 1992. He's literally like three years older than me. <clears throat> so this guy was born as Ali Abulban in Staten Island, New York. He spent his childhood growing in uh, Manassas, I think Virginia. so. Virginia, huh? Yeah. I he grew I mean, I up know there. Yeah, he was born to Palestinian native parents who emigrated to the U.S. in the 1970s. That I, I'm assuming that thing used to happen back then. No Still does. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean. <laughs> yeah, but basically he's American. Technically, like he was born there, so. Right, he grew up his whole life in the United States. Mm, yeah. Anyway, okay. he's got the kid. Has got three sisters and a brother pretty little family and he graduated high school at uh, Stonewall Jackson High after he began working in uh, various retail stores and he actually made a lot of fun of these uh, of these like stores in his videos in his early videos apparently he didn't really like that job but that's that's what, it, what how he started putting all these videos online like kind of just acting out making jokes skits and stuff like that kind of like a comedian later on he did find a higher higher levels of employment as a senior as a as a network engineer it allowed him to have more free time to focus on his true passion which obviously was acting and imperson impersonations is that how you say it mm -hmm. so while growing up it was clear that he was really in love with Hollywood and films and movies and kind of specific movies, specific genre, like actions and violence. And all. I mean, who doesn't like this stuff? But he was more drawn to, to a certain actor. He was the one Al Pacino. Everybody knows that guy. Yeah, of course, the classic man. Al Pacino's a legend. But now let me ask you this. So early on in his life, he was very attracted to violent movies right and i guess like you said a lot of us as kids we love yeah. watching like these these hollywood movies that have blood and explosions and stuff but he was a little bit more into it is that it is do you think he had like a specific extra I think, love for this shit i think so yeah because you can see that later in his in his addiction that went too much you know whoa and that's what made him i think really good at what he was doing in the end like it was he was terrifyingly good you know so right. he was pretty much addicted to the movie Scarface. Huh. 
and to the story of it as well like he, he immersed in it even though the, the movie was really like a big deal but the, there was uh, there wasn't much backstory to to the character tony montana and like the, the other characters as well it was a movie good movie and all and he wanted to expand on that he wanted to go deep in that and make it like a bigger story and, and like you know get more into the world of scarface how did he get the scar what led to him getting the scar and all that stuff you know hmm. everything revolved around that character to him tony montana and he was really good at it he embraced the character to its soul and sadly was he was very good at impersonating it which led to him going crazy <laughs> kind of but what actually launched his TikTok and social media career in general was a video that was followed by a few others of him acting out NPCs from the hit game Skyrim. Most of you guys heard of it or love that game in general. It's uh, it's my favorite game. I thanks to John, he was the one who introduced me to it like six years ago when we were becoming friends. It's a great game. The whole Elder Scrolls in general is is amazing. Uh, we don't want to go so much into that right now. He yeah. made a video uh, being like acting the NPCs in, in Skyrim and um, doing the whole the same thing as the game, uh, making fun of its glitches and bugs. And it, it made a hit. Like it was it was really good and it was something new and people loved it. That's how I knew him. Like that was the first video I saw when I was like, this guy's cool, you know. And I checked his work and so more videos about like skyrim and like bugs and they were funny videos you know and was really good as far as i know this was all all the stuff that he did i didn't really watch the videos that he did uh, as jo tony montana and like scarface characters because i never watched the movie and i was like not really interested but i can see that he was really good at it because yeah, who doesn't know tony montana right so according to a uh, a 2019 news release he was a singer when he was like 14 years old his career began really early as a singer before he left all that and turned to social media where he started focusing on like celebrity voice impressions and obviously that's what made him kick off on social media he also he also actually last year or two years ago he starred he starred in short films inspired by scarface he made like these short films as him being uh tony montana and the news release actually described him as a rising star in the future okay so it's uh it's kind of interesting here he has this obsession with uh, Scarface, which is a little weird. I mean, whatever. Everyone likes the movie. Great movie. A lot of people like it, but this guy had a particular addiction to this film. He does some impersonations, but he was also doing, like, I guess some, I guess, parody videos of Skyrim, too. Yeah. You know, but it was yeah. really the impersonation stuff that took, that really, like, jump-started his whole career. Into this certain specific thing what he was doing but online he was famous as the skyrim guy as the the guy uh. who did nbc's of skyrim that so he that's was where the views was but he was already doing stuff like years ago on youtube instagram and tiktok not really like he was getting gaining like i don't know thirty thousands, kind of like that but he jumped up to millions like 40 and 50 million views on these skyrim videos whoa so he was already hugely popular just off of skyrim like we're talking basically of yeah 
that's what okay. pushed him really like into into like the public and people stopped watching his other videos and he kept going and started doing more he also did some pretty good john wick ex impressions like if you go on his tiktok you can see some videos of him doing john wick and he's like surprisingly good at it like really good at it also ironically he used to make a lot of fun of six nine the the rapper yeah. <laughs> when six nine was locked up <laughs> right right pretty good pretty good of an impressionist i would say if you could do six nine al pacino tony montana and yeah, there's do keanu reeves <laughs> there's videos of all three of them in the same on the same table he was really <laughs> creative that's what shocks me man that's what makes it, me sad and like it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what the fuck? What's going on? What happened to you? But and again, like you start, just, like layers start like peeling off and you see all this like dark and like domestic violence past and all the stuff. And, and you're like, whoa, I can see that through his videos. I can't see the shit, you know? So let's get more into, I guess, the dark side of Jin Kid because he's super talented, right? Makes great videos, great impressionist, is getting a big following. But uh, when, or I should say, when do things really go a little dark for him? Or where is the root of, of I guess, I guess, some of the controversy with this guy? Yeah, I'm. Uh, that's the thing, dude. Like, uh, I, I, I did my best getting as much information about his uh, life as, as I can. So there is a little bit, but I wanted to talk a little bit about his wife before we get into the main, uh, the main problems that started happening between them, because that's all we have about his past. You know, there isn't much information about his wife, about her background. But we we know that her name is Anna Abulban. She have like twelve thousand followers on Instagram, I think. A wonderful woman by the look of it. Okay. And uh, Anna and Ali got together years ago before he was he was starting to get noticed on social media. And the couple got married, and they had a daughter who's right now she's five years old. So this was pretty w a while ago, you know. They have a kid. Yeah, he has a daughter, and it makes it even fucking worse. Makes the whole Shit. thing even like Fuck. shittier. I had no so, idea they had a they had a child. Dude, it's so messed up. Oh, so they boy. have a five year old daughter who like witnessed a lot of crap, you know. Apparently during these uh, these years, but what we know of this guy is started two years ago or like a year ago, kind of. It hasn't been a long time since all this social media uprise of, of his life happened. He's been posting actually uh, to YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. Like all three platforms were active and he has a lot of followers on all three of them. He got to a million. He hit over a million followers on, uh, on TikTok actually. Okay. Now, I'm not sure if he actually got even more than a million, but I remember him having a million followers. But until recently, actually like just a couple of hours ago, I checked and it was going down massively because obviously you can see why. Oh, right. you'll see why later. As we will. <laughs> As we'll see from the situation. Yeah. So during his career, he he actually was connecting and did meet up with the actor who played uh, Tony Soprano's wingman. What was his name? Uh, in Scarface, his name, uh, Manny. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, the bigger he's, guy. Yeah, his real name was is Stephen Bauer. He may, he actually meet up with the guy and like talk to him about like uh, himself acting. He was in a party with him, I think, or something like that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there was like a video. Can you imagine partying with Manny from Scarface <laughs> in real life? Th- that's how close he got Jesus. to actually doing what he wanted. He always wanted to create this movie, being Scarface before like being Tony Montana before before the actual movie like a prequel that's that is so crazy dude honestly good i i I, like it's a good idea yeah i mean i mean it is it's an interesting idea he i mean it's a little it's i would not expect because how old this guy was 20 he's 28 29 now i think he's 29 I mean, it's not every day that a 29-year-old is like, I really want to do a prequel of Scarface. Like, there aren't too many people that have that dream. Um, Well, he was really good at it. And he's really close. He was really close to actually doing this shit. He's really close. Big following. Yeah. His his last video, I think, he was saying, like, I'm working on a prequel to uh, just wait for it. And he was, like, going crazy and, like... You can see it in his eyes, like, dude, whoa, this guy's kind of scaring me by becoming very real Tony Montana. <laughs> he okay, does now, look like him a little bit, and with the wig and the makeup, you'll be like, okay, this is young Al Pacino, you know. But here's, here's okay, so here's what I want to know, though, because you said something super interesting. You said that it's almost like you got scared watching him because it's almost like it started to become real. But his see, last video is a little scary. His, the last video whoa. he put on YouTube, if you go and watch it, he's like, whoa, what's going on here? And it was like a month ago, maybe less. Like okay. literally before the murder. Tell me. But here's the thing though, like, I mean, you know, reality and fiction starts to blur too much. And you mentioned that unfortunately his wife, well, you're going to get into what happens there, but yeah. also his kid. There's So there's obviously problems going on here before the eventual you know happens oh yeah totally what's i mean what do we know about this this marriage what do we know about how they are doing domestically here like what are some of the problems these two this couple is having like what do we know is there any information on that well let's get right into it let's do it so they were living together in a beautiful condo right out in san diego they were living on the 35th floor this huge building so the couple were actually having a lot of trouble at home. Uh, we don't know really much, but we know that he he like probably like pushed her a lot or hit her or like something of this of this kind. You know, it is a big deal, but not as much as like you know oh like murder. But it was uh, it was vi- there was violence in the house, and later we'll see that the, the little girl actually seen things and said some things to the police. And you're, she's like five. And if the five-year-old said something, then you're like, you weren't doing well. I mean, she's going to tell the truth. The five-year-old's yeah. not going to yeah, lie. Just, yeah, there you go. So regardless, the, the, the happy picture, they portrayed it online. What led to the tragic incident was actually a huge fight sometimes in mid-October or September. Well, I'm not there. The information is a little vague on this. But he, he was apparently forced to move out of their shared condo to with his daughter and into a hotel nearby. What we know recently that is this is something that actually previously surfaced that Anna actually made a call his wife to the police to file a, a restraining order against him and saying that he allegedly 
pushed her. Okay. And she was also filing for a divorce before this shit hit the fan. So we know that there's some aggression, there's some violence, domestic violence going on. And I guess they were making so much noise in the condo that they were getting kicked out. There you go. Yeah, that's what I thought too. That's what I thought as well. Man, oh man. Now, here's the thing. According to police reports, Ali did manage to get back into the apartment. And that's when he placed a listening app on their five-year-old's iPad. What the fuck, dude? Jeez. Yep. And a few days later, he definitely didn't like what he heard. Fuck. Before you... Oh. Oh, shit. I don't think... uh, Oh, boy. Let me... Okay. Okay, it's one of those, I'm assuming. Yeah. It's one of those. But here's... But but before you say anything, I mean, mind you, there's also a restraining order on this guy. Right? He has a restraining order. So, So that means that she asked him... I mean, that means he was already stalking her for yeah, a while. Yeah, exactly. That's he was stalking her. We got another. We had and we have another stalker on. <laughs> back to back. Back to back. It's like, okay, so iPad, daughter's iPad, even yeah. more fucked up, and uh, he attaches a listening device. What does he hear? He heard his wife and another man with her, talking and giggling. Now, the other dude was said to be her friend. His name was Rayburn Barron. Now, we don't really know if Ali did know the guy or if he just heard a man's voice and freaked out and acted upon that impulsively. But sadly, what ends up happening is this. Unbelievable. So, this guy's name is Rayburn Barron. Yeah, that's the friend. That's a wild name. Can we just talk for five <laughs> seconds about how ridiculous that name sounds? It sounds like a generated name. Yeah. Unlike really a video does. game. It sounds but, like a WWE name that they just came up with. Like Ray. I couldn't Burn really find Bear. any information about the guy. Like probably the family doesn't oh, really yeah. want to share anything about him. But there's people asking, like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? And you gotta all put it in mind this like by the time you guys hear this episode or i don't know find out about this there there's probably more information i hope we didn't get anything wrong but right now it's very fresh and i'm just sharing what we have on under our hands right here yeah while they were heard on the app ali was filled with anger and madness took over his senses he rushed from his hotel to the apartment alone carrying a gun with him okay so he went up busted the door open walked into the room we don't know we don't have details what he saw or what he didn't see we there isn't much info on, on the crime scene really but he immediately fired six rounds from his gun he shot baron the friend three times the bullets Shit. entered his neck his cheek, and the back of his head at a close range. Oh, no. And uh, after that, he he turned right away to face his wife, and he fired again, leaving one gunshot wound in her forehead. Oh, man. Right in between the eyes. Right in the head. 
close range again. Fuck, bro. This... Damn, this was tough. You can talk to me, bitch. Fucking taking away my whole life. I got a top secret clearance. You trying to fuck that up? Fucking bitch. Fucking talk to me. I'll bring you to San Diego for what? So you can run to your friends? Fucking bitch. You're not even an American citizen. I brought you to this goddamn country. Name one man that would do that shit for you, bitch. Fucking asshole. Women, man. Ungrateful motherfuckers. Huh? Oh, great. You were on the phone with police while I said that? Wow. I thought you were done with the phone call. Okay, great. Uh, what do you mean walk it off? I'm going to jail, man. I'm going to fucking jail. I have, a per I have no fucking record. I'm going to jail. This is my bitch. Fucking woman. I dedicate my life to her. One day she wakes up. She don't fucking love me no more. Get the fuck out of here. Who's the new... Who's the new... Let me find out. Don't fucking play me. Don't fucking play me. My fucking daughter. She loves me so fucking much. Now she, God knows how long she's not gonna see me. She don't think. She don't think. She don't think. She put me away. For what? You're hurting my daughter. Look at this shit, bro. All my clothes on the floor. She threw all my shit. If I was petty, I would tell them that she beat me the fuck up too. And you know what? Goodbye to your little citizenship there, Miss Filipino. But I'm not, I'm not fucking petty. I don't, I don't call the police on people I love. Fuck out of here, bro. This bitch lured me to San Diego for what? So she could be a hoe with all her friends? Fuck all y'all, man. Fucking STD. Bitch ass. Go be a hoe. I tried to separate. I said I'll leave. I said I packed all my shit. There's my suitcase. I tried to pack all my shit, but no, she started beating me. Tried to block the door. Stop lying to them, Ollie. No, it's the truth. You're a fucking bitch ass. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you got friends now. Now you don't have a husband. Okay. So the shooting happened just after 3 p.m. When officers arrived after like people complained about the noise and all that, they found the victims with gunshot wounds to their upper bodies in the living room of the house. Here, Ali went to his daughter's school. He picked her up and he called his mom on the way and told her everything, what he'd done. Fuck. He also okay. called the police. He also called the police when he was driving on the highway and he was arrested literally like 45 minutes afterwards on the road. Tur turned himself right in. Yep. Man. That's not the crazy part. Oh, oh now, get no. This. You mean after three, two people getting murdered and uh, something weird, something weird like took place after this. Like you, as you said, like he turned himself in and he told like he kind of admitted the whole thing. He's been held without bail, obviously. 
Now, all these all these details were revealed during the San Diego Superior Court arrangement, where get this, where Ali actually pled mm -hmm. not guilty to the two counts of murder. What? That, that's <laughs> that's the thing I I'm not I can't understand. Like, I, and it's this is legit. He actually pleaded not guilty. Huh? He pled not guilty. Yeah. Hmm. Now, what the? But well, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, again, it's not going to change anything because he literally turned himself in, and I'm get, I'm going to assume. Yeah, but he's that making him. Evidence. He, I think he made his. Don't you make your situation even worse by not pleading? Like the 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 thing will get worse. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, either way, you're going to get charged with double homicide, like or double yeah. murder, like you're gone. But I mean. So, Perhaps it's like, you know, because the thing is, I would imagine, okay, this is just my idea here. So he kills his uh, ex-wife and this guy, murders them, and he feels instantly guilty, right? He immediately freaks out and he's like, oh my God, what did I just do? Calls yeah, the police. Uh, and then afterwards, his ego kicked in and he was like, oh, I, you know, like it's, you know, he started to get angry again at, I don't know, he found a way to justify things. Or he found a way to just like deflect the guilt again, and and you know inside of himself, and he just blamed it on somebody else. That's what I, I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because there is videos of him sobbing in the court, where when the judge is talking, and it's kind of heartbreaking. But uh, you can like you can totally see that it was based on anger and jealousy and and, and like impulsive actions. It's uh, that's why it's very. I find it very sad, you know, because you can see how he actually probably regrets what he's what he done. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I don't think that this kid was necessarily. I mean, he was a kid. I don't think he at all was like some cold blooded. Well, he he's a killer. He is technically, but you know, he just. I mean, he's obviously incredibly troubled. This guy is yeah, troubled as fuck. Yeah. We don't that, know much yeah. about his past, but uh, I mean, there's a long history of domestic issues here that are present. I mean, again, you, you're mentioning here, I keep thinking of this guy being kind of obsessed with this movie to the point where it might be a little sick. You know, like it's cool being obsessed with things, like having an interest in something like we all have that. But yeah. I mean, it almost yeah. this is a little weird, but it's, have you ever go ahead? Me. No, tell me. Go for it. You know that movie Black Swan? Oh, yeah, yeah. With Natalie Portman, yeah. where she really wants to be this thing and to the point where she literally becomes it. She becomes the Black Swan. It's almost like this dude, he wanted, I mean, for whatever reason, he was so obsessed with Tony Montana that he became Tony Montana to some definitely. extent. Yeah, definitely. That's that's the irony. That's what everybody's saying. It's 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 terrifying, actually. It's uh, it's messed up. I mean, I'm going to include some of his clips into the episode if I didn't already do earlier people saying actually that these charges and allegations allows persecutors to pursue the death penalty if he is convicted yeah where where does, where does he live again it's in it's in san diego oh okay in san diego california i, mm. I mean they might have the death penalty i don't know but like. yeah that's what i'm uh, that's that's kind of terrifying dude it's, this is messed up during the in in the court, his attorney did not comment anything on the allegations during the hearing. And, right, uh, 
There was about two dozen family members and friends of the two victims packed into the courtroom, like sobbing and shit. What a messed up mess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, you know, the worst part. So, you know, in all of this mess, uh, where was the baby? Where was the five-year-old when he walked into the house and killed these, you know, the the people? When he killed she his... was at school, supposedly. Oh, that's right. right. Now, she wasn't supposed yeah. to in school. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right now she's with police. Are saying that uh, the girl right now is being taken care of with family, and she's safe. But the poor girl, man, the poor girl who, who not just lost one of her parents, but possibly now two of her parents. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's fucking heartbreaking, dude. But here's uh, so let's get into the other part. You said something before that when they were, when I guess the authorities were talking to his daughter, she said, what did she say to the police? Yeah, what did she say? I've seen that she said they asked her and they, she said that uh, daddy hit mommy or like the, oh, there was she's seen things. Um, so she she reported she reported seeing like her dad Ali hitting hitting um, hitting his wife Anna right that so was, or pushing her around or like you know intense violence because uh, if the five year old remembered that shit and told the police about it it's uh, it's. It's probably true. Yeah, of course it's true. I mean, no doubt yeah. about it, probably. You know, there's definitely a weird... You know, this is, you know, classic domestic violence. This guy becomes obsessive and uh, goes on to eventually murder his ex-wife. You know, but there's so many other things here that are kind of fascinating to me. I think just because of the fact that this guy is, like, famous on TikTok for playing these characters... And it's just weird how they overlap, you know. They He's destroy playing his like, whole future poof, right away. It's in an instant. In an instant of anger that he couldn't fucking control himself. That he took that character so fucking far thinking he is this motherfucker. And just it took over him. And he woke up into the real world seeing that he's not really that. That's Life a, that's doesn't a, work that way. That's a scary thing to think about, bro. I mean, think about that for a minute. This dude is in the zone. I mean, again, who knows how much he disassociates. But again, I think it's worth pointing out what you're saying here, where it's like this dude was so into Tony Montana to such a degree. He loved this guy so much that he might just be disassociating and like becoming yeah. in his mind into this drug dealer, kingpin dude. And, you know, he sort of found a way to and he had a gun. express his violent. Okay. So how did we forget this important part yeah, of the well, story? Where did he get a gun from? And well, why does he have one? First of all, you're in the United States. I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have a gun. We don't I, mean, really, I know, but. People in New York don't have guns. Where do like you that. get a gun? We don't need to answer that question. Apparently, from all the fucking earlier stories we covered, it's not that hard to go and get a gun. Correct. But why did he get a gun? Like oh yeah, there's this is the other thing I wanted to say. They asked the girl. Uh, they the girl did tell the police that she know that there's a gun in the house. And one time he actually asked her to hold it. Like he's like here, hold the gun, or he helped her hold the gun and all that stuff. So this is messed up on another level. First, and he made who hold the gun? The little his daughter. <gasps> 
he made the little girl hold it, not his wife, but like the little yeah, girl. Yeah, that's what the girl said, like I, that she knows it. She knew there was a gun in the house. And dude, like having a gun in the house, like get the fuck out of here. Like it, it's always like that when you have a gun in the house. Like, yeah, no, fucking but, but, hell. No, dude, like the thing is, like there are people and, you know, who might for whatever reason have a firearm, but like you keep that shit under lock. What do you yeah, mean yeah. you're going to give it to your little kid to hold? Are you out of your fucking... Yeah. Okay, this I mean, this person... Okay, so uh, we're finding out more and more that this guy is uh, clearly very unwell. <laughs> like, I mean, if it wasn't obvious already, but like, this is no, just... Yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy is fucking... It's so weird. That That's what freaks me out, because he was very talented. To see such... Like, it's like two-faced coin, but it, that really doesn't work. And when you try to think about it, it's like, how is this possible? This motherfucker is very talented. Like, if you go and watch these videos, you're like, this guy's amazing. And, like, he seems cool. But then, boom, all this shit. And you're like, that's unbelievable. And then in the court, he's, like, crying and, like, being quiet. And you're like, what the fuck, you know? When he pled not guilty, I was like, could it be that he was framed? But then he, again, he called the police and he had to be, I don't know. Like, that's the thing, dude. Like, there isn't much yet. This is all we know. Just told you guys everything. But... There you go. Like, I don't know. There's probably more is c coming up. And if, if it's a big deal, we're going to update you guys in the coming episodes. So this is, uh, yeah, I mean, this is still obviously ongoing and we still don't, we don't have any, any verdict yet on what's going to happen with him. But I mean, as it should happen, this guy will probably go to jail for the rest of his life or Fucking he'll get the terrifying. death penalty. Um, well, I mean... I mean, what do you do? I mean, he he murdered two people. <laughs> oh, you know, boy. like what do you? Like that's kind of what happens. You kill people, you go to prison forever. That I mean, that's kind of how it should be. Yeah, but like th th this is the freaky part that this action, you know, when it's like uh, when it's like premeditated and all that, you're like, yeah, fuck this motherfucker. But when it's like impulsive and out of, out of like anger or jealousy, that's the scary part. Well, but here's the thing, though. But also, as you said, like he he's, he has like a, a violent past, so you can pace all this act actions on his past, right? And you can also say, like, I mean, if he if he's gonna act that way, he was eventually gonna do something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if he's yeah, gonna yeah. react in such a crazy way, first of all, having a being having a history of abuse towards his wife, like hitting her and being abusive, having a gun why he just has a gun and then having his kid hold it i mean plus who knows like this is the thing we need to find out more of which is who was this guy before he was a youtuber tiktoker whatever skyrim guy who was this kid when he was growing up was he fucked up in school does he have a history of, of getting into fights i don't know like some some anger issues there is there anything there i mean i've literally like scattered scanned every the fucking internet for every every inch about his that's all i got man there isn't much we know but i'm pretty right. sure in the in the coming days a lot of information is gonna surface uh, if he talked more if, uh, if close family to him talked more about him you know it'll be covered up and uh that's the cheese that it is uh what we know that is the story. We're going to try to keep you all updated, too, on what happens with Ali with his case because, you know, it's ongoing and I'm sure we're going to get some more information divulging as it goes through, you know, the with the courts and everything. 
to see who this man was, you know? I, I mean, I really feel for his daughter, you know? I, I really well, feel for his bet, daughter. She's dude, the one it's... that really had to, I mean, poor kid, so young and have to watch so much horrific stuff so young. It's not good, man, at all. It's no, just I fuck, mean, dude. No. But um, at the same time, again, who knows the mystery man who he really is? You know, if it's just this guy uh, took things a little. I mean, and I don't want to say like who knows. Maybe we don't know. Maybe we don't know. Um, we don't really know how much the Tony Montana stuff influenced his actual personal life. You know what I mean? But it's Go a little weird. Videos, you'll see how much it's terrifying. Oh, really? Yeah, I've dude, never like, seen this. Like, I, I, I just, I know, I, I heard about this on, and I saw like a thing on yeah. Instagram. But I don't, I've never watched his videos. So apparently, yeah. his, his videos are that crazy. Yeah, I mean, go go on YouTube, just type Jinky Jinky it and like check out the last few videos and you'll see how, how good he is at it. That's when, like, when it's terrifyingly good, that's when you know that he's really talented and good. But the darkness is behind that, what lurks behind his like thoughts acting this. That's what freaks you out that he's not good for the fun of it or that he's whoa he's good what he's doing no he's good because he fucking like like embraced the character to another level yeah it's that's dark a good point. good <laughs> yeah well it's that thing like um you know maybe it's and you could say it's a combination you could say it's a combination of this person one being obsessed and becoming really good but he maybe i mean who knows what sort of trauma he had from his childhood that made him maybe he was just a, an, an aggressive kid by general as mm -hmm. a young kid he was aggressive violent and uh he sort of just found a way to sublimate those feelings until eventually you know it made him into a, just a generally violent person and he took it out on his family and oh, his wife boy. notably damn it's really bruh. sad yeah Anyway, we're going to wrap this up here. Another day, another episode, another messed up situation. Garbage. That's right. <laughs> Tell me about it. What the fuck? I mean, but it's a, quite an interesting story. Tony Montana impersonator murders ex-wife. Well, and... it's actually his wife. Oh, they were still, they were still technically yeah. married. Okay. Yeah. Murders wife and uh, friend... Still to be uh, determined whether this guy was even, but um, doesn't fucking fuck. matter. It's called it's doesn't it's even over. Matter. All right, dude. people. All right, people. Go to bed. Go to Let's bed, go everybody. To bed. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Sorry for the long wait. It's been uh, it's been a while since uh, like I said before, all the moving and the adjusting and getting everything set up and everything. Yeah, if anybody back. around, if you guys still give a shit, we're back. We're here, you know, trying to uh, trying to give you guys more insomnia, or hopefully not, you know. Um, but just to give you guys a little something to think about on your way to sleep. It's like this is a one final little lesson, uh, maybe something to think about this evening. You know, it's all these social media people that you see, all these TikTokers, YouTubers, all these people that are constantly showing you one side of themselves. Maybe they're not, I mean, clearly they're not showing you the full picture, you know, but it just, it's something to think about just who people really are and what they're, what they really are when the cameras aren't on. And, uh, I think we, we sort of tend to think that just because people are online all the time that we know them, even if people Twitch stream for like nine hours, we think we know them, but we don't fucking know any of these people, bro. Absolutely. We don't know who they are. 
We don't know where, what they're really up to. This guy is the perfect example, and I'm sure he's not the only one that's doing some weirdo shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, don't don't just uh, fall for anything that these people tell you. Be very, very careful as usual. And uh, with that being said, Sweet dreams. <laughs> Dude, get get like a tree branch, hook it up to your desk. And... Are you fucking serious? Are you asking me to go outside and grab a fucking branch <laughs> off of a tree? The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, because you left your freaking mic holder here, so. Well, do you remember what happened at the at the airport when I had to throw away <laughs> half my shit? Okay, shit, then. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Bro, like, I'm not looking at you right now because you're not here. I mean, we it's, can um, open the camera, but you don't, your camera doesn't work, so it's kind of bullshit, dude. It's I kind of weird, I need yeah. A, I want to get a nice laptop. I want to get like a, a fucking MacBook, like the good juicy shit, good stuff. Yeah, I know, dude. I've, I've been meaning to change this one too because Ableton is lagging now. When you like load up a lot of shit, it starts to lag. Yeah, I mean, I know when you when you get those plugins in there, it fucking yeah, turns yeah, into yeah. a shit fucking fest. <sighs> okay, well, um, well, anyways. So how's Christmas in New York? It's good. Christmas in New York is good. Things are getting, uh, people are getting ready. They're putting up the lights. Macy's Day Parade is getting ready to kick off in two days because Thanksgiving is in two days. Uh, oh boy, that's great. I wish I was there, man. Kind of sucks in here, you know how it is. Yeah, France well, is give- oh, Fuck. New York and Christmas, a wonderful time. It is uh, the time for Home Alone movies. It's the time for remember that magical scene when Macaulay Culkin is talking to Donald Trump and Donald Trump <laughs> is in the bank with him and he's like, what are you doing, kid? It was something like that. I can't remember what he said. Who would have thought all these years later that he would be president? But you know how it is, man. It's big money and big yeah. gifts and all this cool shit. It's cold as hell. I think it's probably like two degrees I mean, you guys are the best at doing this stuff, so you should start getting cold as well, too. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, and uh, tell me about Paris Paris. How is the lands of the... The La Noël? Yeah, tell me about the Noël. Tell me about freaking, uh, what is it? About that I mean... alley goat cheese that they eat. And the, <laughs> the little, did they do the galette du roi? Little... <laughs> yeah, we still do that. But I've heard recently that uh, the Corona stuff is, is sneaking back in. I don't know if that's true. So probably there's really? like another lockdown oh, in our future. Fuck, are you serious? I swear, yeah. I don't know. That's because you guys are responsible. Americans, on the other hand, we uh, don't care. <laughs> we don't give a shit, dude. Yeah, you have like 50% anti-vaxxers over there or even more. Bro, it is nuts. The amount of people that argue for like, that argue against uh, the vaccine. It's it's yeah, fucking growing. This belief is is, is like growing. But it's I saw that I, I saw that over there in Europe. Like I saw that there were like protests yeah, yeah, we in France. Had people were. That's crazy, man. Like there's a new one where people put up signs that's like, "Don't do it. Don't get poked." Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, let's not get too uh. 
caught up in the in the bullshit. Uh, so, uh, I think there is a, actually, before we get started, there is a bit of housekeeping we should do. There is Let's something go. we should tell the five people we know that listen to this <laughs> stupid ass. Because it's been like five months since we recorded the last episode. Yes. Oh, you guys don't know that because that one we just uploaded, it's been recorded like three, four months ago or something like that. Yeah. It's been so, a while. This is a big deal because now we're recording literally from like two different sides of the earth. Yeah, and we're recording from two different sides, two f different cities. It's the city of Lights of Paris and the city that never sleeps, New York. That's and, right. Um, and what's going on is that, uh, as many of you know, Fauzi and I have been recording this podcast from Paris since the beginning, since uh, maybe two years ago, I would say. Since but, we both used to live in here, yeah. Yeah, I used to live, I used to live in Paris. But things have changed a little bit. He stabbed me in the back and moved to New York. <laughs> I stabbed the Gaulois in the back. The Gaulish people, the people of Charlemagne have been stabbed in the neck <laughs> yeah. because I went back to my land. I went back to the land of hot dogs and cheeseburgers and baseball and uh, other things <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that I'm not going to say because we're it's, – it's not – I mean we're a fucked up country. But I, uh, I left all that behind to come back home to, uh, to New York. Yeah, how's so, that working out for you? <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> great. It's been amazing. Yeah. What a ride it's been. Yeah. Um, so as you guys know, the Fauzi Cave now is is uh, is been demolished. And, we're alive uh, and well. We're here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a different kind of vibe. It's a different kind of energy we hear. I do like it when we're actually recording in the same room. It's like a, a different vibe. But now we gotta we gotta adjust to this. It's not that bad. I mean, it's definitely more comfortable like this. You have your everybody has his own laptop. You can read your own notes. You can. Uh, but I do prefer when we used to record from the same uh, cave. It was the best, man. It was the best. Yeah. You know, you could read off each other. We used to drink beer together and then, uh, you know, review it on the yeah. spot. We can't really do that anymore. It's not as fun. You know. Yeah. I mean, let's hope the future brings bring this stuff back together so we can bring to you guys like a better quality even than it already is. Our quality is fire. And I'm going to uh, say that on record. We can say that comfortably I'm saying right that on record. Dude, yeah. I our, our quality is pretty good, I have to say. After and all I, the grinding and all the skill learning during these <laughs> years, we... Uh, yeah, we shaped it into this one big ball of fire. It's beautiful. We really have, dude. I mean, considering we came from the days of like recording on one microphone, yeah. you know, I mean, we've come a long way, dude. Totally. We really have, you know. And 